from Daniel Studios in Cincinnati, Ohio. It's the Dennis Daniel Show. Tonight's guest from The Legend of Korra, voice actress Janet Varney. And your announcer, me, Belle Dandy. And now, here's your host. He is Cincinnati's next big radio personality, Mr. Dennis Daniel. <laughs> gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's me, it's me, it's that good old Double D, and you are tuned into Blog Talk Radio's hottest talk show, The Dennis Daniel Show. I am your host, I am the current and defending Blog Talk Radio heavyweight champion of the world, and the only guy to master all five elements, including earth, water, fire, air, and again, the most elusive element, radio, Dennis Daniel. And folks, I am still a little rusty from my uh, six-month magically induced coma, but I'm getting back to normal. I'm glad to see my bending skills haven't rusted. You know, if you don't use those, they get rusty. And I bet you're wondering, now, Dennis, why are you practicing your bending skills? Well, because of my guest tonight. Because tonight on The Dennis Daniel Show, as we continue to celebrate five years of The Dennis Daniel Show, we welcome back... One of our most awesome guests from 2012, none other than Janet Varney. And I know what you're thinking, now Dennis, who in the world is Janet Varney and why should I care? I'll tell you why you should care, because she is the Avatar. That's right, she is Korra in the very popular Nickelodeon series, The Legend of Korra. Why, again, you're all thinking, well Dennis, how do you know Korra? Well, you know, we, we met about two years ago, you know, we were a bunch of bright-eyed kids. I was still rocking the airways at BearCast Radio. Uh, you know, she was just entering Republic City, getting her feel for being the Avatar. And now look at us now. Here I am, the reigning Blog Talk Radio champion, and here she is, fighting equalists, giant spirits as a giant woman, taking on airbending nomads and his gang of cuckoos, and most importantly... Fighting the political system and the system of change, which, of course, can be very, very rough enemies, especially when you're fighting yourself. You know, I fought myself plenty of times, but never in the way that she's fought herself. But let's talk about that a little bit right now. My guest tonight is a very talented voice actress who you can catch as the title character in Nickelodeon's hit series, The Legend of Korra. New episodes of Book 4, the final season, air every Friday on Nick.com. And you can also pick up The Legend of Korra Book 3, Change, when it hits Blu-ray on December 2nd. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, give it up for the one, the only, the very lovely Miss Janet Money! Barney, thank you, and welcome back to the Dennis Daniel Show. Thank you so much. I, you know, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing fantastic. You know, it's really cool, that, you know, how 
our our paths in life have just taken different different arches. I mean, here I am, you know, I conquered Bearcast Radio, I move into a big plateau like Blog Talk Radio and become its undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. And here you are, two years later, you fought equalists, you fought your uncle who kind of got possessed by an evil spirit and you had to turn into a giant woman to fight that spirit. You fight a, 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 a felon and his gang of cuckoo birds. And you get poison injected into your body. You, you pull a Linda Blair on him. And now here you are now fighting the forces of change and most importantly, change from within. But, you know, it, no big deal because after all, you are the Avatar. But listen, I don't know if I can measure up to all the things that have happened to you, though. I mean, listen, well, I've really well, been knocked down a peg or two, and, and you're just rising to uh, higher and higher places. Well, well no offense, Janet. I, I don't think that even with my gang of ragtag pals that, that, that you have, I could ever rise to take on, you know, Zaheer and his cohorts, including that crazy chick with no arms. That was crazy! And now, yeah, and now, you're, awesome. now you're fighting this oh, this new oh man, I can't stand this Kuvira chick. Man, she gets my blood boiling. I knew from the first instance I saw her, she was bad news. And and now you're and now of course you're fighting you're fighting this this enemy that you don't even know how to battle yourself. And I do not envy you in the very least bit there, Avatar Janet. <laughs> Yeah, it's been pretty rough. I got to be honest with you, though, and tell you that uh, as a as a viewer, I enjoy Kuvira very much. She's one of my favorite villains. I think she's pretty terrific. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, but we'll talk about. I know that's not a very loyal thing to say, but it's pretty true. Oh no, don't 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 worry. You know, I got you know, I got. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about Kuvira a little bit later on in the program. But uh, let's talk about you know to get to refamiliarize you with my audience. So what got you interested into acting? Oh, my goodness. Well, acting in general, I, I've kind of been doing my whole life. I wasn't doing it professionally, but I definitely was, you know, one of the kids in school who wanted to be in all the plays and the musicals and stuff, even from, like, first grade on. So um, I've, I've kind of been doing that uh, a, a really long time. But, um, I, you know, and all I can say about that is that it's just the cliche that I think a lot of actors feel, which is that that kid in you that likes, you know, pretending and, and using your imagination. Some people uh, experience some sort of arrested development, and we feel we can't give that up. So we find a way to do it professionally. Yeah. I know that I've experienced arrested development on Netflix. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's right. That's a bad joke. That's, that's a bad right. Joke. It's named that because that's a thing. Oh, well, I just did it because Henry Winkler is my buddy, so I got to plug that or else he'll hit me. I, <laughs> I, I, I kid. I kid, of course. But, uh, yeah. I don't know if Henry Winkler has anything to do with Arrested Development, does he? Yeah, he, he's in the show. He's the lawyer. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I guess I was thinking of – I guess I've been thinking of Children's Hospital and how much I love Henry Winkler. Oh. Well, if I ever see him again, I will let him know that you said that. I'm sure that – I'm sure he's a big Please fan do. of – do. I got to slap him full in the face on Children's Hospital. felt oh, very my. awkward. Who wants to slap the fawns? Not me. Uh, well, uh, well, you know, I'm not going to touch that with a pole. But, um, but yes, but uh, anyway, you know, I, I loved acting in high school. I was, I, was the, um, I was the nerd that liked to act. And, of course, I got cast as a nerd in a lot of high school plays, which, you know, they aren't laughing now, are they? I don't think so. 
But um, anyway, uh, Blog Talk Radio, this is the Dennis Daniel Show. I've got Janet Varney on the air, best known as Cora from The Legend of Cora. New episodes from Book 4, available on Nick.com every Friday. And of course, Season 3, Change, will be available on Blu-ray and DVD December 2nd. So, hey, that's pretty cool there. You know, I noticed that the series has, has dealt with a lot of water tribe-related issues. There's a lot of water in this in this series, but that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean... You pull the talons to make a big splash with water. Yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, what tribe I would be in, I frequently say I feel I would be in the water tribe. I don't know if I've ever said anything but that. I'm uh, I, I'm from Arizona. There's not a lot of water there. So I think um, anytime I have the opportunity to align myself with, uh, with a lot of water, I'm going to get right on board. Yeah. See, now I would see myself more as an Earth Tribe member just because of my big build and, you know, my, my love for that guy who's always happy-go-lucky but never seems to get the girl in the end, Bolin. Isn't that right, Pabu? Sweet Bolin. I love my Bolin, too. Yeah. Wait, what's that, Pabu? Yeah, you're right. Human companionship is overrated. Oh, I got my little Pabu plushie <laughs> right here. I love you, Pabu. <laughs> oh, yes. I, and, of course, I you know, I, I love cosplaying. I've got an awesome uh, Bolin cosplay. And, of course, you've actually cosplayed as Korra. I didn't uh, know that. Oh, well, it's well, it's kind of a, you know, just kind of a did it because, you know, hey, I love Bolin. He's my, I think he's my spirit buddy. And I just, I felt so bad when, when he, when Ma- Korra and Mako kiss and he's there with the flowers in book one. And he's like, <laughs> I know. I, I was, I, I, uh, yes, I did cosplay as Cora. I heard you mention that. Uh, yeah, I did that for a Kickstarter video, and um, you know, I, I I'm pretty embarrassed. And what? Of course, what? I what? On Why the are internet. you embarrassed? You look awesome. Well, I I made it a complete fool of myself, but it was a pleasure to do. I'm glad people enjoyed it. It would have really been terrible if um, people thought I was making fun of the show, which of course I wasn't. I certainly was making fun of myself. J- Janet, I make a fool of myself every time I do this show. Hashtag no regrets. <laughs> no, no, you are Hashtag awesome. no regrets, buddy. Yeah, and everyone's going, well, she's wearing her armbands on the wrong arms. I'm like, like buddy, shut up. She's core. She can do whatever she wants. I was going to say, if the worst thing about that video is I'm wearing my armbands in the wrong place, then they haven't been watching it very carefully. Eh, forget it. Hey, hey, how, hey, do you know how many times I've been in this shower and it's going down my arm and I thought, I'm a waterbender. Yeah, for you. Hey, uh, yeah. Again, hashtag no regrets. You know, and hey, uh, that's right. Hey, when you've been playing the character as long as you have, you know, you're allowed to make a couple mistakes. You know, I'm sure Dante Bosco, every, he has a nickel for every time someone just goes honor, 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 honor. That is a word that he has become very used to writing down on posters and 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 things that he's signing. I do some a lot of conventions with him, and I love him so much. And uh, boy, yeah, it's a real go-to. He has to shout that every single con we go to numerous times. Well, well do you have, do you have to shout anything that to, to match his honor, 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 honor? I would say that the thing that I am most often asked to do and say is um, uh, is words that I never actually said on the show, but were the first words uttered by Cora as baby Cora, which is "I'm the Avatar and you got to deal with it." Because that's the which best is one line. of my favorite things. That's the best freaking I line. I know. Um, I know. It really started the series off with a bang. Yeah. Hey, you know it's better than. Will you go penguin sledding with me? 
<laughs> I kid. I joke. You may be right. I, I kid, of course. Well, anyway, let's talk about this. Of course, you play Korra in the popular Nickelodeon series, The Legend of Korra, which, by the way, you... I do? I, I think you do. Hang on, let me check. Hey, Pablo, is that true? Yeah, yeah, Pabu's saying, Pabu's not on, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, great. Okay, well, anyway, uh, you can catch new episodes on Nick.com every Friday. In fact, uh, the new episode for this week is up right now. I haven't seen it yet because I was like, well, gee, what do I want to do? Do I want to watch Cora or do I want to talk to Cora? I chose the latter, of course. So, um, anyway, I think you picked the right thing. I hope so. I hope so. I hope I picked the right thing. But uh, anyway, what has it been like to play her throughout the four seasons up to, to right now? And let's just face it. You've, I mean, when we first talked with you, you know, Cora was just getting into Republic City and getting arrested. And, uh, you know, and Bay Fong was giving her the, the eyes and she was giving the eyes back. And, <laughs> you know, so you know, we were just getting started. Baby steps, Cora. But now we've had about two years to experience all this, uh, this drama, this uh, political statements, uh, battles that have, you know, that I don't even think Aang would touch, to be honest. So what has it been like playing her up to this point? Uh, it's been an amazing honor. It's, I mean, speaking of honor, honor! Uh, it's, it's really been extraordinary. You know, I, I am so... Um, I'm such a huge fan of the show, and I, I love Mike and Brian and the world they created so much. And uh, as I've said, you know, before, especially when I get to do panels and meet the fans at conventions and stuff, that it really is um, some of the most challenging and fun acting that I've ever had the opportunity to do because it's not, you know, it's not a simple show. Uh, all due respect to simpler cartoons, it's really um, got a lot of complex layers to it, and obviously Cora really runs the gamut of emotions, and um, I think it's it's just been an incredible opportunity to really, you know, uh, work on my voiceover chops. And um, and I, I love it. It's the best job in the world, you know? Yeah. Well, you do an awesome job as Cora. I'm not going to lie. I've been, been watch, oh, I've been binge you. watching one through three, and I'm like, no way. No way! No way! <laughs> and it's, it's been awesome. Well, the writing is so amazing, and, the, yeah, the, the animation is so gorgeous, and... It's just a perfect show in my eyes, you know? Which brings me to this, and I hope I'm okay to ask this. So I, I'm going through the TV guide. I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to what happens on tonight's Cora. I go to 8 o'clock, and I, I, see, I see Full House. I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't, wait, wait, did, did, is Cora going to appear with Bob Saget? I didn't, I didn't know he was going to appear with Bob Saget. So I, I'm checking Saturday. It's not there. I check next Friday. Not there. Saturday. Not there. Next Friday. Not there. Not there. Not there. And I'm, I'm freaking out. What? Did Cora get canceled? That's impossible. And then I see, I see on Facebook, it, it moves to Nick.com mid-season. I'm like, why? What, did, did we not watch it enough? Did we not buy enough merchandise? Pabu, what did I do? I, I watch it. Yeah, it really is your fault. That's what everyone's been saying. They've all been blaming it on you, Dennis. Uh, no, it's 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 really pretty simple. You know, I think um, it's a it's obviously a hugely successful show, so that's really not uh, that's really not a factor. It just happens to do with kind of where people were seeking out the show in the first place, I think, and um, and also I don't know. For I mean, I I really can't. Uh, hypothesize too much, but um, I think that it just ended up being such a huge success in the digital world that, um, that that's really where the demand was, and so Nick just moved it to where everyone was watching it anyway. Wait a minute. Except so, for you. Just so, you, Dennis. So, so you're saying that not only have you made a connection to the spirit world, 
you've also connected to the digital world. <gasps> That's right. You truly are the best we avatar it. ever. We bent it right open. Oh, the best That's right. avatar That's ever. Right. Uh, I mean, uh, then again, you've also <laughs> mastered earth, fire, water, air, spirit bending, and because I know I've got a couple at midnight fans, the internet. Congratulations. That's right. That's oh. right. Thank you. We got to talk about that. I did not know you used to date Chris Hardwick. I'm like, oh my god. I did, god. yeah, for many, many years. Yeah. I think dating is probably a, an understatement, but yes, we yeah. were together for yeah. quite some time. He's a formidable Nickelodeon guy, too. You know, he does, um, he's done so many great series yeah. on that show, yeah. and that was one of the reasons that I, was, um, that I wanted so much to be able to work in cartoons was yeah. the really positive experience yeah. that he was having there and how much fun it is to, to do those voices and kind of yeah. getting to see him yeah. do that. Yeah. So, yeah, it actually t- ties right into Nickelodeon. Well, can I just say that my sister is officially jealous of you for dating? Chris Hardwick. She loves Chris Hardwick. And she is she is so <laughs> jealous. And it's crazy. Oh, there are so many things I could say about that that Chris would probably also say uh, joking about himself, but I oh. won't say any of them. Well, just say this to him. Go on Dennis's show. <laughs> he would love to have you. That's right. Okay, okay enough of that. Enough. I'm, I, I'm kidding, of course. I'm joking. Chris is a very awesome guy, and he makes that show just stick out from the regular program. He makes me want to stay up past, at midnight. So to see that, there you so, go. Yeah, so, uh, so, so again, congratulations on mastering the internet. Hopefully, you used your twenty-three and a half hours effectively to, uh, you know, I, I don't know. What, 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 what do you do when you win the internet? I don't know. I just, what, what do you do? I don't either. I think you spend the whole day answering people who are tweeting you, congratulating you on winning the internet, and then you realize you didn't do anything with the internet because you were too busy thanking everyone for 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 winning. You could internet bend. Make a make a new form of bending, you know. Bend the the lol cats and the cheeseburgers and the and the over nine thousand and try and use those to fight Kuvira. Hey. I'm telling you, I was too busy too busy saying thank you that I, I missed my opportunity to really take on the power that uh, is involved. Well, thank you for favoriting my tweet. I appreciated that. But uh, my pleasure. But anyway, uh, you know, season four. You know, this has been a lot different than the previous seasons of Korra. Whereas, you know, Korra is fighting. You know, Korra fighting Amon. Korra fighting Tarlock, Korra fighting Zaheer and his, and the Zaheer gang, and they all, all got leather jackets that say down with benders and whatnot. Uh-huh. That's, a, that's a bad West Side story. You really joke. turned them into a set of 1950s greasers. I'm impressed. Yeah. All, all I need to do is uh, get, a, get Michael Chikaris on the phone, man. We'll be having some fun with that. They all be snapping their mm-hmm. fingers except for the water chick. She can't because she has no arms. But uh, but anyway, this... yeah, she was still quite an enemy. Oh, no, Great Old Owl makes anyone a formidable enemy. That's scary, right there. I... But uh, book four, you know, it this is a lot different than the other seasons because you're not fighting just a, a big bad guy. You are fighting someone who is who you know is slowly taking over an entire empire. I mean, you know, even mm-hmm. with Amon, you only had like Republic City. To, and, the, and the equalists to deal with. You got a whole army to deal with in this season, and it's and of course that's not the only enemy because Korra is also fighting herself in a sense. And you know, that's it's, right. It's it's, it's really t- it's really got it's really amazing that the, the storyline just you know we were doing you know just expect having this big epic battle to save the world in book three, book four 
totally pulls a 180 on us, and we're now taking on socio-political change and 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 talks of of totalitarianism. It you know we're watching well yeah yeah it's 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 a real mind blower. I mean we're watching Kuvira slowly engulf the Earth Kingdom into the Earth Empire, and she's right. now starting to expand her reaches out to the other nations. And, and and this is becoming some real heavy stuff because Korra's not just fighting a powerful enemy in Kuvira; she's pretty much fighting an entire nation by herself right now. I won't give anything away about yeah. this week's show because I don't know what happens. But yeah, it's got to be really <laughs> tough to, you know, seeing Korra, you know, as this once great hero. Now she's fighting her her own her, herself in her own battle, and she's losing. Well, listen, you're really bringing me down, buddy. What? This is very painful. This has turned into a very painful interview. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm so I'm seeing Team Avatar all go their separate ways, but but you know it's not <laughs> it's not all bad. I mean, Asami is reuniting with her father. Bolin is he's he's stabbing he stabbed me in the back. I'm I'm, I'm mad at him. I'm I'll tell PJ that I'm mad at him. Mako is oh, putting boy. up a snooty prince, and you're trying to refine yourself. That's that's got to be something. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's a pretty good encapsulation of what's going on. There's a lot happening for sure. Yeah. Um, and I don't. And I never, you know, as a as a viewer, it's always hard for me to see Team Cora, Team Avatar, kind of break apart and you know face different stuff. But um, I don't know. In a way, it's kind of a good metaphor for what does kind of happen in life sometimes, which is that you don't, you know, as you grow and change, you don't always have the opportunity to be in the same room with the people that you love, and you just have to sort of keep them with you uh, in your heart. That's very cheesy, but I, I have to say I 100% believe it. No, but I, no, I think that this is a great way to wrap up the series. I mean, you've got, you know, you've got a, an enemy unlike anything that Aang ever took on, or any Avatar, I think, for that matter, has taken on. And for the most part, Kor's been doing it by herself. She's She's tried to tap into the Avatar spirit and the spirit world and it's she's been fighting a battle uphill it's like she's like a mosquito and kuvira's got a bazooka so you know yeah it's a it's a really great psychological story this time around and i love it i agree i agree wholeheartedly um you know it's not, i don't think it's a coincidence that Korra is faced with fighting an, an enemy that is you know sort of a, a younger powerful woman I mean, that's the first kind of real female adversary who's been in charge anyway. Obviously, we talked about uh, some of the other villains that we've had in past seasons. And um, and it was really, I think it was so great, great the way Mike and Brian introduced her early on. And we got to kind of follow her a little bit before she became what she is right now on the yeah. show. I mean, yeah, I mean, normally... A lot of people really love her. A lot of people are really responding to her. You know, they love to hate her, but they also think that she's, you know, pretty amazing. I've got lots of friends that agree the same way, Janet. She's, she may be an evil jerk, but hey, you gotta admire a female protagonist taking on a female antagonist. You don't see that a lot nowadays in television. It's normally boy on boy. So That's right. It's, and it, sort of seeing and, 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 and battling the Korra, yeah, the sort of dark, shadowy Korra on top uh, of it, as you uh, mentioned. It's uh, not easy. Not mind easy. Mind blown. Well, anyway, yeah. uh, let's let's go on from book four, which, again, everyone can catch on uh, Nick.com digital or the Nickelodeon app, which is you know, awesome, by the way. Of course, uh, you recently got to attend New York Comic Con, which, by the way, blew the attendance for San Diego Comic Con out of the roof. Yeah, no doubt nine-tenths of that because of you. 
No, no doubt. So, well, I, I don't know about so that. So what was it like getting to experience the last con hurrah with the cast of Korra? Uh, well, it was very emotional. I think as anybody who's seen any footage of, of the con knows, um, uh, it, but it's, it's always such a beautiful experience getting, getting to hang out with the fans and, um, interact. And we all love, you know, Mike and Brian as well. We just love watching those episodes, uh, that we screen as kind of sneak peeks for the audience there. We love watching them with a the crowd. And we always joke, I think even David and uh, Faustino and I were joking the other day that we kind of wish we could see all the episodes with, you know, 3,000 people because the, the responses are just so overwhelming. There's just this wall of sound reacting to all of the different things that happen in the course of an episode. And uh, it's just very, it's very emotional. It's very humbling. It's, um, it's a really extraordinary experience. And, and I don't think anyone in the cast or Mike and Brian or Joaquin or any of the, the brilliant people involved in the show takes it for granted. I think we all sort of live in those moments thinking, you know, how, how blessed am I to be able to have this experience right now? It's really, it's really kind of magical. I, my only regret is I could not make it out to Comic Con there. That that would have been you know so great to meet you and the rest of the of the cast. But that's why I just got to have all you guys on the Dennis Daniels show. That because you know we could we could do an entire month dedicated to, to everything Cora <laughs> leading up to the big series finale, and I'm and that will be a very sad day. I have no doubt that will be a very sad day for fans because th- that'll be it. That'll be the last avatar thing for a while now but you know what I could- it will it will but you know what's what's great about the show and what's great about what mike and brian have created is you know they have they've created these shows that you want to watch over and over again because you kind of see something new every time it's they they never really get old they're very perennial in that way and um i think that's super cool i'm i'm looking forward as i said at new york comic-con to continuing to going to cons and to meeting people's kids you know who when they introduce their kids to Cora. It's just, uh, it's something that I think will be around forever. Oh, and that would be a great meeting for me and you to meet together. That would be super awesome. And it would be, sure. uh, it'd be, it'd be heart stopping, but Hey, you're the avatar. I got to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, a blog talk radio.com. This is the Dennis Daniel show. I've got Janet Varney on the air, best known as Cora from the legend of Cora. Book four is now available on Nick.com every week. AI, the Nickelodeon app, and Book 3 Change will hit Blu-ray and DVD December 2nd on Amazon. Now, of course, outside of doing The Legend of Korra, you've actually gotten into the world of podcasting with your very popular podcast, the JV Club Podcast, which you can hear as part of the Nerdist Network on iTunes. So could you tell us a little bit about that? So yeah, that's uh, that is definitely one of my other favorite things that I have uh, the pleasure of doing. That's a, a podcast in which I generally interview just women. Although um, I started doing a Boys of Summer series, so I had the opportunity to interview some of my favorite guys, and um, I plan to do that next summer as well. I interviewed Mike and Brian this last summer and got to hear what their lives were like as a teenager, because that's something that I uh, kind of try to focus on at least a little bit during the course of the podcast episode with the people that I talk to. Is Finding out what, you know, where were you? What were you like? What was your family like? What were you into? What were you scared of? Um, and, uh, and I think there's always something to be gained and always something entertaining about, about hearing what someone's awkward adolescence was like. I think there's something very unifying about that. And, um, and, uh, and it's just such a, such a joy. And I, I get such positive feedback from people who are kind of still finding their way and feeling inspired by, you know, these people that everybody thinks of as like these great successful folks who, you know, are, are willing to, to share their 
their experiences of feeling left out or of being bullied or of taking chances and not knowing how they were going to pay off and stuff like that. And, and it's just, a, it, again, it's a total honor to be able to bring those stories to the listeners and to, um, to play a part in that at all. Well, that, that sounds like a really cool thing. And, oh, man, I could, I could tell you, I could fill a book with all the awkward teenage experiences that I've had. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that would be, that, oh, that would be a terrible episode. No, I, you, you'd lose <laughs> listeners if I was on there. You, 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 oh, I think everyone thinks that, but it's never true. Oh, well, I'll just, I'll just stick with having you on my show. That's, that's just <laughs> more enough. beneficial. Well, uh, anyway, uh, I know it's getting a little late, but uh, let's go ahead and uh, take some listener questions. We've got, actually got a couple right now, then, and then we'll uh, wrap up the show with, uh, with one final question. Um, our first question comes from Niu Lu. If you could pick one character from the series to voice besides Korra, who would it be and why? Oh, great one. Um, gosh, there are so many characters I love and so many voices I love. Um, well, one of one of my favorite other characters is Varric. I just think he's so funny. And although I, there's no way I could ever come close to doing the amazing job that John Michael Higgins does, I do think that he's just incredibly fun, spirited, crazy character. So it would be really fun to trade trade voices with John Michael Higgins for a day. Oh, Varric! Oh, he gives me. Oh, <laughs> I want to punch him so bad. Oh, I love him. I well, yeah, love he, him. He's awesome, but, you know, he can, you know, and I can exp- understand why Julie turned traitor. I can understand. If if I had to scrub his feet, too, I would have just said, forget it. Oh, you know, Julie. Judas. Uh, she'll That's have right. her, She'll get it. She'll get hers. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Stephanie Shea is nice, but Julie, I'm telling Mikuru and Orihime about you. Other characters she voices in other shows. Uh, anyway, from Nicholas Bloom, Janet, who is your favorite Korra villain, and would you like to have an Air Bison as an actual pet? Oh, double question. Uh, my favorite Korra villain probably is Kuvira for all the reasons that we just talked about. Um, and then, yes, I would. I mean, I kind of, I mean, I, I'm hoping that they don't smell. Um, but I think it would be worth a gamble to, to, to have one because they're pretty wonderful. Give that poor dog a break. Come on, Naga. That's Come right. Come on, Naga. I just saw That's that right. video and it was so it was funny, but it was beautiful. My poor dog, Scott. He's just so mellow. He'll just let whatever yeah. happen. Yeah. Bless him. Yep, this is happening. I'm being exposed on the yeah. internet. Yep, Janet, just Whatever. Someone's paying attention to me. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I'm a dog. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, right. well, hey, we haven't come that far with signs yet. We'll have a polar bear dog sooner or later. Just not. We'll right get there. Now. We'll get there. Okay, and um, and our last listener question is from Melfis Sephiroth, and they ask, "What is your favorite line as Cora, and what is your best memory of working on the show?" Oh, wow. Well, best memories are always really hard because every memory that I have is pretty wonderful. I I don't even know. It's hard to kind of separate them out in a way because they're just so... It's just been such a great experience. I mean, I will say that one of my favorite things uh, to do on the show has been to record the commentary uh, with Mike and Brian for the DVDs, and we just finished recording the the commentary for our DVD um, for book four. Uh, so when that comes out, you'll be able to hear some some fun jokes and stories, hopefully from us. But um, I just always learn so much about the origin of the show and about Mike and Brian's just brilliant minds and ideas and their motivations and and their inspirations about. Um, not just uh, my series, but but 
you know, last airbender as well. And so those are always like moments like that where we're doing something like going to a con or, um, or recording something where there are as many people there as possible is just like, you know, it's wonderful because you really become a family with the people that you work with. So that's kind of a general umbrella statement about my favorite moments. Well, Jim, before you do that, I just have, I just have one quick question about their inspiration. And this is going to bug me if I don't ask you this, but, uh, what inspired mm-hmm. them in book four to, to make Cora look like Betty Page taking a Tybo workout? Listen, I don't know if that's exactly what they had in mind, but uh, I definitely know that, you know, after she went through everything that she did, they really wanted to kind of create a, a line of demarcation from um, kind of post-poison Cora and uh, and also created this amazing opportunity to have her seeing, again, that older version of herself um, that she's sort of battling against her own demons, um, and really to to set those two apart. But I I've really got some wonderful responses from book four Cora, and it's been really fun to see people cosplaying both a kind of original Cora and then Cora reboot. Well, I I like the look, but she just looks like she's getting ready to go to the gym and and and, and work out, you know. And one and two and one. Yeah, and two. Dennis, it's the gym of life. Ooh, ah, curse you, curse you, Cora, and your eloquent talking. Yeah, curse you. Uh, that's good. That was actually pretty good. So, uh, okay, and of course, your uh, favorite line, I guess, uh, besides the "I'm the Avatar," you got to deal with it. Would you? I mean, that really is my favorite line. I don't know what to say. It's going to oh. be hard to come up with something else. Simple. You say nothing it's, because that is the my, greatest. line. My other favorite line is is not my line. It's Milo's line, and that line is "Be the leaf" uh, from season one. Well, you have to be the leaf. You got to be able to bend and sway with what life throws at you. That's a great line. Precisely. I have to remember that all the time as a human person. And a human person that is just reeking so much person. awesome sauce. Oh my, thank you. Well, unfortunately, guys, we are out of uh, time for this installment. Guys, check out uh, Janet Varney as Cora in the final episodes of the final season of The Legend of Cora. Now available each week on Nick.com every Friday to be exact. And book three change will hit Amazon on December 2nd on Blu-ray and DVD combo pack. And of course, for more information about what uh, Janet's going to be doing next, be sure to check out her website at JanetVarney.com. Janet, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me and uh, and do this awesome interview. You are, again, truly awesome, and I got to have you back on next year, even if it's to talk about how book four changed my life and made me, made me, a, a core advocate or a, a core acolyte. Cause a have, core acolyte, my you have, goodness. Yeah, the avatars, and now you have the core acolytes. Uh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Dennis. Thanks for uh, giving me the opportunity to say hi to the fans. Hi, guys. Okay, well, unfortunately, guys, we're out of time for this installment. Until we see you down the road, this is Dennis Daniel Gullick. Oh, oh, one second, Janet. Hang on, one second. Hang on. Hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avatar's here. No? What? She's doing what? Where? We're on our way. Janet, we gotta go. Looks like Hoover is getting ready to have some kind of royal coronation, and I gotta bring the refreshment. Something I like to call Superman Punch. So you you ready to take oh, down man. that crazy chick? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, guys. Uh, me and Janet have to go uh, lay the smack it down on Kuvira. So we will see you guys down the road, and uh, hopefully we'll see you real soon if I'm not locked into one of those... Uh, Earth Empire reformation camps, but uh, I sincerely doubt that because no one can reform this crazy son of an unnamed goat. So we will see you down the road, and until next time, this is the Dennis Daniel Show saying, Hoorah! Oh, 
Sorry, almost forgot Pabu. Come on, Pabu. 